Welcome to Bible Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, the topic we're going to cover is George Washington at the Battle of Trenton. The Continental Army had previously suffered defeat to New York and had been forced to retreat through New Jersey to Pennsylvania. Morale in the Army was low. To end the year on a positive note, George Washington, Commander-in-Chief of the Continental Army, devised a plan to cross the Delaware River on the night of December 25th through the 26th and surrounded the Hessians garrison. Because the river was icy and the weather severe, the crossing proved dangerous. Two detachments were unable to cross the river, leaving Washington with only 2,400 men under his command in the assault. 3,000 fewer than planned. The army marched nine miles, or 14.5 kilometers, south to Trenton. The Hessians had lowered their guard, thinking they were safe from the American Americans' army and had no long-distance outposts or patrols. Washington's forces caught them off guard, and after a short but fierce resistance, most of the Hessians surrounded and were captured, with just over a third escaping across a sun-pink creek. Despite the battle's small numbers, the victory inspired patriots and sympathizers of a newly formed United States with the success of ongoing revolution in doubt a week earlier, the army had seemed on the verge of collapse. The dramatic victory inspired soldiers to serve longer and attracted new recruits to the ranks. God provided many miracles throughout the Revolutionary War because of godly leaders such as George Washington and many others and the many prayers they prayed, reading the Bible and living for Christ daily. And all throughout uh, the Continental Army of the United States, led by uh, General George Washington, uh, they experienced miracle after miracle. And George Washington constantly prayed, and he made sure that he instructed the soldiers that were there, from the highest to the lowest, uh, to observe God and the Bible and attend a church that they would, you know, try to put together and um, to let them know who who was guiding this army. They suffered many troubles and tribulations, but God brought them through it. There was a time when they were, um, before the Trenton one, where, where they were um, surrounded with no way out and but there came a fog out of nowhere a heavy fog and through the fog they were able to escape from the British but if you read in these the secular history manuals you won't you won't hear anything about that all that's been removed so if you want to know about the miracles of of God in our nation you have to go to various sources to find out until the school system has changed back to where it was. This is this is pretty much what's going to happen all the time. Let's go to Second Chronicles chapter seven and fourteen, verse fourteen of the Old Testament. The King James version says, 
If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. So you see, if we want a nation to be brought back where it needs to be, it starts with us. Uh, we have sin. So some people may say, well, what is sin? Sin is the breaking of God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. Have you ever lied? We all have. Even Don't matter, even if you were a child, it still counts. Have you ever took anything and didn't return it? Paperclip? Doesn't matter how much it cost or anything. Um, if you took something that wasn't yours, then it's stealing. See, God's standards are a lot higher than ours. Which George Washington knew. See, the founding fathers, they're not what they're claiming now in the secular society and the secular education, which they've been trying to pass off as George Washington and Ben Franklin and uh, the majority of the founding fathers, which many were uh, pastors and, and, and ministers, you know, and all of them knew the Bible. Because that's how they were educated with the Bible. They're trying to say, no, they were they were a deist. And a deist is a one who may believe in God, but to say that God doesn't do anything in our affairs. He's just there watching. And that's not how it is, and it's not how they thought. But when you have a society that's turned away from God, in fact rejects God, shakes their fist at God, with all that's going on in America today and around the world, then um, that's why nations become uh, they become weaker and weaker until they're no more. Because if you look at all the different um, nations, Romans and the Greeks and like that, that's what happened with them. They got so far into a godless society, the a godless society, the society destroyed itself. Because when you start turning it to homosexuality and anything goes and everything goes, and then to abusing children and uh, sex with children and all this stuff, you destroy yourself because now you're under God's curse. And it doesn't matter whether you believe in God or not. God doesn't believe in atheists or in agnostics or deists or anything else. You know, you can't disprove God. Then many say, well, you can't prove God. Well, yes, you can. Look around you. The Bible says that even nature reveals God. You know, trees and mountains and rivers and, you know, um, the animals that live here, uh, bunny rabbits and puppies and all the many animals that are here. Some Something made this. If you look at a building, a building didn't make itself. Somebody made that building. They designed it and then built it. And it's the same thing with our world. You know, it's just like, because if you, if you're an atheist or someone that does, or, or claims to be an agnostic, you want proof or whatever, um, you can take, just like a book. You get a book that has color pages and writing on it and all this stuff. That book didn't make itself. So if you believe in uh, 
um, if you believe in uh, the apes and all that kind of thing that they're trying to pass off um, evolution right so that means that over a period of time things just made itself well that book it don't matter what kind of period of time it, it's not going to just just create itself then bind itself with the pages put the pages on and put the ink on the pages then then put the writing on the pages no something someone designed that book and then made it it's just that simple buildings paintings whatever um so just like earth god created the heavens and the earth and he made man male and female not a hundred or more different sexes there's only two sexes male and female it doesn't matter how much you you switch you try to have surgeries and take medications to reverse it you can't it's because your genetics um it, it, it's still going to be male or female it doesn't really matter you see they didn't have that problem in george washington's day or actually 20 years ago all the stuff has been pushed lately and that's why you're seeing the the degradation of man you're seeing uh, nations being tore apart or tore asunder because of sin all there's a rejection of sin saying i refuse to believe you and i don't i'm gonna go against everything that god does well it's like this you can't you can and you'll be in sin but you can't change certain things that is like with animals they know instinctively because they have instincts that they're male or female and so if you have a mother animal when they have babies they know exactly what to do if you have um if you have uh, a, a male they know what to do because there's instincts we don't have instincts we have to be taught human beings and you see a lot of times i hear people say we're real uh we're human animals or we're we're part of the animal no we're not we're not because animals cannot build the buildings they cannot you know um through god's assistance be able to make buildings and create medications and surgeries and all kind of different things we've had it so good for a long period of time that people have gone completely insane and they're wanting anything whenever they want it how they want it and doesn't don't care about consequences but i'm here to tell you life has consequences if you don't go god's way and you go your own way the bible says in the old testament that there's a way that seems right unto a man but the end thereof is death because our way never works so that's why getting back to to what sin is um we covered lying and recover stealing have you ever looked at another person with lust well jesus said if you looked at another person with lust you've already committed adultery in your heart and that's only three of the ten commandments um have you ever made another god the bible uh the ten commandments says not to make a graven image well we've all created a god in our minds that's who's okay with everything we do and that's why we do it because we've got a god in our mind that's okay with everything and i'm here to tell you it's not okay god, remember god's standards are a lot higher than ours we want to be self-righteous um if we do something wrong then we want to to find a way that to make it sound better instead of just saying i messed up i'm wrong 
I've done this wrong and I got to pay the consequence for it. We don't want to do that. We want to be self-righteous and it never works. So, so far we've covered uh, three. Have you ever hated someone in your heart? Well, according to Jesus, he said, if you hate somebody in your heart, you've already committed murder in your heart. It's for the Ten Commandments. You see, we're, we'll know five with the image of, of we're creating another God. You see, so right there, there's we're guilty. And it doesn't matter whether you want to believe you're guilty or not. We are. We've all sinned against God. We've all done all kind of things that go against God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. That's what sin is. A breaking of God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. And we're all guilty. But when you look at it as yourself, and you say, I have sinned. Look at the mirror. That's the one that's messed up. So we got to go. We have to come God's way. God is exclusive, not inclusive. You got to go His way. The Bible says it's a straight and narrow gate, a narrow way. If you go the wide road, then you're going to go into sin, and when you die, you'll end up in hell. And hell is not just separation from God, but it's also being tormented day and night, twenty-four. There's no, there's no time. So it's constantly being tormented in flames. You'll have a special body that will not burn up. And you'll feel the flames 24 hours a day. You'll have your memory of the times you could have come to God. You'll be hollering and screaming. And you'll have no water. You'll be thirsty all the time. A thirst like we've never experienced before. You see, and that's, that's real hell. Did you know that Jesus talks more about that than anything else? In uh, the New Testament, as he he walked on earth, because it's that serious. So, so now, so here's what I want you to think about: You've broken God's moral law. We all have. So, if you were, if you're to be judged by that, would you go to heaven or hell? You would go to hell. I was going down the same path. So what did God do for sinners like us? Jesus came and he paid the one-time sacrifice price of our sins. When he went to the cross, he went to a Roman's cross of torture, which the religious Jewish people at the time put him there. Uh, they went to the Roman officials and say he was causing problems or whatever. And so they made sure that, that he was found guilty. Even though he didn't do anything. So he had to pay the price. He was whipped. With a cat of nine tails. Which is a Roman's whip that has at the end of it. Has metal and bone chips. And when it, they whip you with it. It tears your skin apart. And your flesh just will be laid open. So you can see the bones and blood everywhere. And everything else. And then from there they take you. And make you carry this big wooden beam that they go to they go to hang you on. It's called a wooden cross, and they take you up a hill, and then they place it there, and, and then they uh, they put nails in your hands and feet, and then make sure you tie it up there so you don't fall. But they put you where you have to hold yourself up to breathe. That was part of their torture, and um, so so he went through all that for us. So he paid the price for us 
And right before he died, he said this, it is finished. That means he paid the price for mankind. Now we can come through faith, believing. We come to Jesus Christ and repent. Repentance means to ask God forgiveness and then turn from your wicked ways. Don't continue in that. Turn, right? And then put your trust completely and totally alone in Jesus Christ. Like it would have parachuted if you're on a plane that was about to crash. And this parachute is going to save your life because you're going to have to use the parachute for the jump to come to save you. Jesus saved you from the judgment to come. Because God is holy and is good, he has to judge evil. Just like the judges on earth has to judge evil. Because that's what happens when somebody, so like somebody murders two children, rapes them and murders them and everything else. And they stand before a court for a judge. That judge is going to judge them and say, based on what you did, you're going to have the death penalty because, because you did this awful thing. And, and rightly so. If not, people would be upset. They say, well, how could you let this person go? Exactly. And we're all guilty. But Christ came that we could have everlasting life. See, it's, once you read it and study the Bible, it's very... It's simple to understand, especially now we have uh, easy-to-read Bibles in modern language and all that, so there's no more excuses. And there's like there's over 20,000 Bibles on your phone, apps that you can put on there, um, different kinds of study study materials. You know, is is online on your phone. It's everywhere now. We we have no more. Um, we have no more excuse and today is uh, Saturday March 6 of 2021 and we we have so many modern conveniences it's not funny but once you come to Christ and ask for forgiveness which is called repentance with a sorrowful heart realizing that you're guilty and you need a savior and you come and repent and then put your trust in Christ alone then you must start studying the Bible, read the Bible daily without fail. That's how you grow and become strong. Just like if you don't eat for several days, you're going to become weak. And most of us eat three meals a day plus snacks and everything else. If you starve yourself, you're going to be weak and good for nothing. And it's the same way. If you starve yourself spiritually, you're good for nothing. And see, and you may wonder, well, why do all these people come and try to Tell us about Christ and all this stuff because we were there where you were and we realized how serious eternal life is, whether you're going to hell or to heaven. You go to heaven. Once you repent, come to Christ and, and um, put your trust from yourself to Christ alone. Then you're on your way to heaven. But you have to be totally committed, not just you got to play or try or anything. No, you got to be totally committed. Um, so you can go to heaven and experience everlasting life forever where the Bible says there's no more pain and no more crying, no sadness but only joy and you have a brand new body where it never gets old, never gets hungry or anything like that that's heaven but hell's completely opposite and it's, it's torturous it's a horrific place if you go to YouTube you can put in the search um, uh, 23 Minutes in Hell by Bill Wise and watch that video it's about 20 some minutes long 
really good at he experienced hell through a vision and it's it's just incredible he backs it up with scripture with the bible and it'll really help you but anyway so this is what you need to do let me give you some resources well first let me give you a little scripture romans chapter 12 verse 2 says and be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god first john chapter 1 verse 9 if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness james 2 10 chapter 2 verse 10 for whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point he is guilty of all romans chapter 10 Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10 and 13. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy heart that God is raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth on the righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made of salvation. Those who come upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So, this is where it's at, people. Let me give you some resources. You can watch on YouTube Living Waters with Great Comfort. And, and you can go to the website livingwaters.com also answers in genesis with ken ham answers in genesis.org and all this can be found on youtube also wall builders with david barton and he covers um america's uh, christian uh background and our founding fathers and all like that wall builders with david barton at wallbuilders.com and dr walter martin he's passed uh, back in the 80s, but his, his stuff still goes on. You'll learn a lot if you, you just, just put Dr. Walter Martin in um, YouTube and you can go to waltermartin.com and again watch on YouTube 23 Minutes in Hell with Bill Wise. Uh, and as this is on YouTube, you can click and you can click and subscribe and hit the bell for notifications. And also we're on uh, Rumble and some of the other ones. You can also subscribe to whatever that as a podcast and YouTube and the rest of it. Uh, donations are appreciated at the bottom of the, the videos is the information where you can donate online. And you can also find uh, Bobby Education Institute with Reverend Henry Kelly, the podcast or Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple, and also um, YouTube, Rumble, Safe Chat. Uh, and, and then if you want, if you need books or Bibles, you can email me um, at BibleEducationInstitute at gmail.com and, uh, and and we'll be glad to send you a Bible. Or you can just go online and they have uh, like A books is used books or new books, thrift books, Amazon, whatever. And you can get uh, Bibles online fairly cheap. You know, modern version, I would... Me, I like the King James or NIV or Living Bible, but they also have um, the English Standard Version is very good also. Um, and then you can also go to TCT Network online, and you can learn a lot from Faith and History with William Federer. He had a lot of books also, and he's on YouTube. And you can also watch Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lappin, and you can find him also on YouTube, or you can just go to TCC, TCT Network on your search engine and um, it'll pull it up so again if you'd like to contact me 
you can just write to email uh, BibleEducationInstitute at gmail.com and there's more information at the bottom of the videos and also if you would like to support us you can just give online make it nice and easy and simple so until next time remember Jesus loves you so do we but you need to repent with a sorrowful heart put your trust in Jesus Christ alone and start reading your Bible daily God bless you.